captain of Ingog. Akiva's faces his job in GOG with Keeve and Ellie and Zooey. Hey everyone, welcome back to New Girl, Old Guy for episode 14, The Bully. I am neither the new girl nor the old guy, but you already know that. My name is Allie Lasher and I am back with the titular old guy, Akiva Winokur. Kiva, you sent me a single K today, and I have not been able to sleep thinking about the stress it's caused me. I sent you a single K? You hit me with a soft K. It wasn't capital. A soft lowercase oh, wow. K. Wow. You know I'm busy because normally, like, I, I, I answer. Wow. Um, first of all, you said you're neither the new guy nor new the girl. new girl nor the old guy. You should have clarified that you're not the bully for the listeners, just in case they were wondering who the bully is. I am the bully. Oh, okay, fine. So you should have said that <laughs> hey, up front. Kiva, I'm, I'm shocked you're the one saying I'm not the bully. <laughs> now, can we talk about this for a second? So you say I hit you with a K. Um, if I had said KK, is that is that much better? The KK is better, but it is, mm-hmm. it's interesting since you have a job. You used to complain. You're like... Allie, you're always busy, but you're responsive. Like Chester, he'll just go dark when he's busy forever, which right. honestly is the difference between men and women, one of the many. Um, I joke about that with my aforementioned friend Melissa all the time, that like I could be in an apocalypse and someone would text me and I'll like generally respond. But, but you know you, I'm like that too usually, other than when I go away for 24 hours every week. Well, I I'm think pretty... you've been pretty busy. I, I feel like there's a definite – there's been times, you know, we had – we had a Rocky last week. I'm like, maybe Akiva's not so happy with me, but I deserve it. So whatever. Then today you hit me with the soft K and I couldn't I couldn't function. I didn't know. You should have told me. You should have. Well, I was OK. Let's, let's right be real. There. I was I was OK. And I thought oh, this would be fun to say on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, but it, you know what? It was a timing thing. It wasn't like wasn't like you're like, hey, I just found the meaning of life or I met the man of my dreams. It was like. It was like, all right, this might be our schedule for today, but like, well, this is going to change six times. I didn't think that was like required a Megillah in return, but now I what know. Were the two, what were the two Megillah-worthy responses uh, or issues? I met the man of my dreams, which give that up. And then what's yeah. the other one? Uh, d- discovered the meaning of life, I think. Oh, well, okay. So you'll never respond to me is what I'm hearing <laughs> from this. I mean, there's just two examples of like, I mean, I usually, even if you told like a really funny story, you said... Uh, which comedian is the best storyteller? I gave it some thought. You know, it wasn't like I was ignoring you. Oh, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not you who once uh, who once recently said to me, "You haven't messaged me from 8 p.m. last no, night until noon today. You Are you mad, mad at me? At me? <laughs> you were mad at me, and you were mad I at me. And, well, that's not worth. But here's the thing: to. you make fu- you make fun of me, but it. The reason I and I didn't say like, "Are you mad at me?" I didn't out of the blue. But then after we started talking, I was like, "Oh, I just assumed you were mad at me." But the, because you, twelve hours, eight of no, them sleeping no, hours is, had passed. There's definitely <laughs> never had there had never been a time where you had not messaged me before two Eastern in like the <laughs> past year. <laughs> like there's no way it's happened more than twice. In the past year, okay, okay. Um, I had nothing to say. That's fine. No, that's totally fine. In ninety, I would never have even noticed really because listen, I got four kids. I'm a busy man. Um, <laughs> except I thought you were mad, so then I put two and two together, and I'm like, oh, that's why. You and really have a... two kids. You have two adults who care for you, True. if you count your wife, and you yeah. have two youths. True. And one, I just play video games with all day, so it's like one, <laughs> that's very easy. 
He's like two years away from transitioning also to being an adult. But boys, it takes much more time to really like my daughter. Yeah, he'll my actually never take was, care of you. Or himself necessarily. The Yeah. But that kid will wake me up in the middle of the night. He'll come into our bed and he'll be like, I, I, I had to play the game in Among Us where I was the imposter and the crew. It was crazy. And then he'll fall right back asleep. Do you, you actually, you mentioned this the other day um, because we're in constant communication apparently. So all of your stories are old news to me. But mm-hmm. um, I wanted to ask, but it wasn't the right audience. So now, since it's us and the captive audience of our podcast listeners, I can ask. They're trapped. And, and spoiler alert, this episode sucks. So if we can kill no, time No, no, the podcast episode is going to be great. The, yeah, exactly. Narrator, it was not great. The New so Girl for, episode was was pointless, yeah. If, if you came here for New Girl Talk, yeah, come back next week. Mm-hmm. Although, spoiler alert, I don't love next week's episode either. Hey, um, hey, hey, hey. No spoilers. Okay. So, um, you know, I told myself like three times, don't mention that. Don't mention And here I am five yeah. minutes in and she did. <laughs> Everyone tell Ali your secrets. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm pretty good with that. Um, my own secrets Name five I'm not secrets. Good at. Name five secrets that you've kept. That is so... Funny that you say that because mm-hmm. that will be an important plot point like seven seasons from now. Okay, fine. Fair enough. So I love that you said it exactly like that. Um, and it gets me out of having to say it. So uh, so my, you mentioned that Noam comes in just like with his general musings throughout the night to just say whatever. Constant. All day and all night. Yes. That was not allowed in my house. You were not allowed to muse? <laughs> no, I mean, I wasn't allowed to muse at 4 a.m. about my dr- like. Oh, you, I, mean you weren't allowed in your parents' room at 4 a.m. So my saying. dad, very strategically, had the left side of the bed, door on the right side. So it would, like, an astronomical event would have to occur for me to go to his side of the bed. That just, like, never happened. So Oh, yeah, they don't go to my part. side either. That's for sure. But he wouldn't have even have heard me say anything about my dreams because I would walk in. My mom's famous for this. I would walk in. And if you wake my mom out of a sleep, mm-hmm. I was going to say a deep sleep. It sounds very funny to say out of a sleep. But if you yeah. wake her out up from out of a sleep, mm-hmm. she will scream in such fear like she just got murdered or witnessed a murder on Among Us. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, my God, it's ah! <laughs> like I just like, wow, it's, it's terrifying to wake her up. But I'd be I would vomit in bed like a child does. I'd go to my mom. Mm-hmm. I'd go through the scare. And aren't parents supposed to, like, never sleep soundly again? Like, this is, like, alarming how soundly Yeah, I feel like my wife also. Like, she's never really slept since we had but, kids. But you know no, I mean? she's sleeping to the point where me waking <laughs> her up is a struggle. And then she would go in her haze. I'd say, oh, my mom, I threw up. And she goes, oh, right, go back to bed. You're fine. You're fine. Like, if you woke her up with an emergency in the nighttime, you have to wait till 7. It's, mm-hmm. it's not happening. I would get sent I away. I respect it. I'd come in, I'd say, I'm scared, can I sleep with you? No, back to your room. <laughs> like, I, I mean, certain times, like I said to uh, my fellow co-host of the Seinfeld Patron Podcast on uh, 32 Fans, Jared Jerome, said that he's going through sleeping issues with his kids, he's got to sleep in the bed. My dad once had to sleep on the floor of my bedroom because I saw Phantom of the Opera and was scared for months. So I'm not saying my parents <laughs> didn't care about me, but... Me coming in, I had a dream about Among Us. I would never step to their bed with that nonsense. Yeah, he was loved that he he had a, such a scary dream last month that my wife's like, uh, Kiva, go play a game with him to get out of his head. We played like a three a.m. game because uh, he couldn't sleep. After so he's afraid dream. of Among Us. So you're like, no, he's not afraid us. of Among Us. He had a scary dream about something else. So then 
he's like, can I play it to get get it out of my head? And my wife's like, all right, just get out of here. My mom uh, also felt bad if I'd be like the next day, be like, mom, I woke you up and you were like, get out. And she goes, oh my God, I'm so sorry. And now that might be a ruse. That mm-hmm. might just be part of the bit, but yeah. I do believe she felt felt bad. Yeah, my wife deals with that stuff, but I think our generation's much softer too. Like, uh, you know, you'll see one day. Like, you, I don't know. You'll let your kids do whatever they want, probably. Will I be a soft parent, you think? No. I mean, you're not like <laughs> such a softie in general, but I don't know. Maybe. Oh, no. Did I say I'll be a thing? soft aunt. Like, <laughs> I. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, I. My. If my brother has kids, God help him when they visit me. I met your brother be yesterday. Oh, around. Oh, yeah. How was that experience for you? Well, I didn't. It wasn't like a very personal thing. We were playing a, a video game. I with said you were people. the most important Orthodox Jew in my life. And I, have I would have now. liked I would have liked if you said like one of the most important Jews, if you didn't qualify with Orthodox, I would have been a little happier. A lot of the important people <laughs> in my life are Jews, I yeah. got to say. But you've seen him before because I sent you the picture of him with Sam Darnold. And yeah, I know what he looks like. I know what he but, looks like. But you famously were like. He looks so much ha- – it was a picture of him and Sam Darnold, and then I later sent a picture of him and his wife for some other reason mm-hmm. to show you, like, his seats at the game. And you were like, he looks much happier to be next to Sam Darnold in the picture than his I don't wife. remember saying that. I don't remember Oh, his wife that. cracked up because it's true. He looks giddy, like, next to Sam Darnold. Well, now he'd be crying next to Sam Darnold. He'd be he'd, yeah. I don't know that he'd even approach him now. No. Now, like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't serve him if I had a restaurant, Sam Darnold. <laughs> That's not true. Right. You're kicking Sam Darnold out of your restaurant. I mean, you need we'll the see. money. Yeah, I guess. Well, no, I don't need the money. He's going to need the money in a few weeks. <laughs> oh, speaking of bullies, mm-hmm. you yeah. want to give your Keeves Digest? Okay. Or should we just skip? Should we just like no, do I some think, highlights? I th- okay. I think for the purposes for continuity, we should do things like um, like Keeves Digest. Okay, so, please. um. A few things are going on. A big continuation of last week, more than almost any other episode. Wait, can you leave it? At, a few things were going on. Mm-hmm. End of digest. <laughs> Go to the yeah. next. Yeah. Um, the, I, I guess like sort of the A story, even though it's not the title story, is the continuation of Cece and Schmidt's secret relationship that was revealed at the very end of last week's episode. Uh, that goes through the rest of this episode. Um, the title story, Bully, is, as I did not speculate last week, about Jess in her school, and um, a student makes a mean video on the internet that makes fun of her, and uh, there's also a science fair going on in her school, <laughs> and um, yeah, and then and then in the C story that's very boring and shoehorned, uh, uh, Julia finally breaks up with Nick, and then Winston just like helps out with a scissor. See, interesting. My favorite story of this episode is Nick with the cactus. Yeah, it my didn't least do favorite for me. with a bullet is the bully. Yeah, no, the bully was uh, a half baked story. They didn't go or, all the or way. Or you know what? It was so to me. It was so all the way. It was so ba- it was over baked. I'm watching a Bake Off. It was it was stodgy and it was uh, overly browned. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I like would it was agree. too much. Who cares? Who ca- like by the eighth time? By the time. After the science fair, by the time, then she goes to the principal, which we'll talk about, and then she has a conversation with the bully herself. I'm like, that should have ended at the science fair, then at her in trouble with the principal, and then certainly should have ended before she goes to the bully. That was like three endings too late. Yeah, I would have much rather seen more of Schmidt and Cece. Um, all right, well, let's start with Schmidt and Cece. Okay. 
Um, do you buy like in your heart no. of hearts? I don't buy do you, any of this episode. Do you buy like do you buy that that Schmidt could land CC even if? Like, oh yeah! Oh my god! Could? That's the whole lash theory. Every beautiful woman is walking around with some schmuck. Well, ev- but every every man is like less attractive than CC. But and I'm not saying I'm not saying Schmidt is not attractive. Even it's just like would a you know guy who has to make copies at a marketing firm who thinks he's important, would he be able to land CC? My entire... First of all, look at who she, CC dates. She's not like... True. He's probably the best that, of guys that she's ever slept with. True. However, it's not his job, and it's it's always about money with you. It's his oh, no. douchebaggeriness. And like... My whole life is watching beautiful, smart, amazing women date losers. Not mm-hmm. all of my friends. A lot of my friends date great guys. Mm-hmm. But just in the world, I'm out here looking at losers. And look <laughs> at my own track record. I mean, come on. Uh-huh. Um, so, Do you ever, so, have yeah, you ever said course, your friend... Of course this guy, Land Cece. Of course. I'm shocked it took this long. Yeah. Have you ever said to your friend, are you going to three-peat this hoe? Who is this bitch anyway? <laughs> Is that was that a quote? Yeah, that's a quote that Jess says it in the episode. Yeah, but when she, like, when he brings her when when he brings back a mysterious woman for the second time, they think because they think it's the a woman from two times ago again. Now they don't realize it's Cece, and he says, "Wow, you brought home a girl twice. It must be serious. You're going to repeat this hoe. Who is this bitch? Don't I cut. Do. Don't cut that. Don't cut that. Make it cool. I love. Uh, I love when he she says, "Was she wearing some kind of disguise?" <laughs> that is so funny to me. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, this this I like. This was a highlight of the episode of like them bantering around this. Um, I did love the cutaway. Just like I love how they do the small flashbacks of him being like, I'm not going to parade her around like some trophy. And it turns out he once told a woman <laughs> that Nick's door was the exit so that he right. walked in. Just so and you see how hot off. she was. But yeah, I mean, Schmidt gets away with a lot of bad behavior in this episode, a lot of terrible things that he's saying just like terrible in terms of, like you were like a canoe, canoe on my body river it's yeah just, the, like, so the river stuff was weird the cheese stuff is weird at the you know in the middle do you think they achieve i feel like clearly they're laying the schmidt on thick because they want you to understand or i think they want you to understand why like cc is drawn to him like cc's like I'm the most satisfied I've ever been, but the most disgusted. Like, who says that? So it's yeah. like they're laying on the fact that the sex is good so thick as much as they're laying on Schmidt's crappiness, especially coming off of a very good episode last week for Schmidt. Mm-hmm. You know, I think they really want us to struggle or to understand why CC is so drawn to Schmidt, but also so humiliated by him. Do you think that yes. they achieve the right balance? I think that they are sort of painting by the numbers. They're they're telling more than they're showing, right? The fact that she has to say, like, oh, this is, like, the best and stuff like that. Like, let us make these decisions. You know what I mean? Like, she doesn't have to outwardly say that to him necessarily. I agree. I don't, I don't think they've achieved the balance here. Like, I think we already know that Schmidt is sort of a balance between you love and you hate him. So I think that would be enough. Dianu. And L'chaim, which which he says at the beginning of this episode. Yeah, he did say L'chaim. Uh, what did he say? L'chaim to something. I don't know. He was well, so he said what? in the beginning. It was just like the... You don't do the chaz? L'chaim. You're not a chaz person? You have to chaz when you say there we go. A, a quote, the Hanukkah Rugrats. He, well, because Schmidt... Yeah, Schmidt chaz. Schmidt was chaz. Yeah, of course Schmidt chaz, because he's like a douchebag. Douchebag. Oh, my God. 
Dukhbe. That is that oh, word God. is originally Yiddish, so that makes sense. <laughs> is there a Yiddish word for that? Like a I have no like idea. Like a I feel like that's what my Well, shmigegi is like a uh, like a probably not literal. I'm gonna Yiddish for a douche. Should I Google this on incognito? You could. You can't. Who's gonna tell on you? I I guess not, but I don't know. My kids are gonna. One, I'm gonna so forget. So what like, Um. I just Googled incognito because because oh, Shmagegi is like an idiot, right? Yeah, I think I I think I nailed it. You always make me the lesser Jew in this podcast. I mean, objectively, I'm no, but Jew. you know you plenty. You know plenty of Yiddish. I none of my like grandparents you have plenty Yiddish. of money. I have plenty of Yiddish. Here, uh, the dictionary translates Shmagegi as hot air nonsense meaninglessness. I always but I thought Shmagegi describes a person. No. Yeah, yeah. I I mean, I've been called a Shmagegi, which is why of course I know yeah, you what call it people a Shmagegi. All right, you know. Mm-hmm. So, Sarah, this is a perfect uh, segue. Sarah says, have you ever made an inappropriate Hitler joke? Yeah, we're allowed to do that. Just Jess isn't. Is maybe that the problem? Because I felt like this was a very innocuous Hitler joke. Oh, it was, This was yeah. even a Hitler joke. It I mean, it was just all. like, oh, she had a, like you're saying, they're saying terrible things that Cece could have, that reasons why Schmidt would want to hide someone. Oh, you have a hunchback, whatever. Oh, did you have a Hitler mustache? Like, I, that was such an innocuous thing. It was, yeah. They tried to play that as a big thing, but they should have gone harder with the joke if they were going to do that. Well, sure. what did she say? What is she, Hitler? Like, maybe that would have been right. better. No, I agree. It didn't really. Uh, it, it it didn't really translate for me that joke. Matt Stewart says, "What's your panic joke when you just want to banter?" Uh, I don't know. It's not about Hitler, probably. <laughs> probably. Do you have a panic not joke? I, I don't. I don't know if I have a panic joke. I feel like when I'm panicked, I'm not really making jokes. Like my joke making time is like, come on, mm-hmm. panic me. I is would like, like, yeah, this is an interesting question. I would like to know Matt Stewart's panic joke for next week. If he, if people have a panic joke, or if he could identify yours, like I feel like you'd really be listening. It would be yeah, hard to true. know. that's true. Maybe they the know outside. for yeah. Maybe they know ours, but I don't know ours. Just like the complaints. You you uh, how did you? I I sent you like 15 messages about a, a, a Nick level amount of messages about um catching up on a couple select episodes of Renap. And mm-hmm. uh you know, you famously say you never want me to listen again. I feel like I was not bad with my messages. No, you were fine. You were fine. Uh yeah. I just I yeah, I like I don't I, even want you to ever resp- I mean, I want you to respond if you want to respond, but that wasn't what I was going to ask you. You seemed uncomfortable. <laughs> no, I wasn't uncomfortable. I I, I if you want to listen fine, but I you shouldn't feel, you know, Oh, I don't feel anything. But the, I know the point yeah. is, the point is, is uh, on on Akiva's most successful podcast, Renap. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I don't know which, if after when the Rob alphabet. laughs about NGOG, he's punching down. I just want to say, when I make fun of Renap, I'm punching up. So you know, I've never, who's in the right? I've, who's right I've around? never. The whole thing is just the advertisement vehicle at this point for NGOG. I've never made fun of it. I I didn't say you. I said Rob. But okay. the point is. Um, one of the ideas that's been kicked around, and I haven't listened in a couple of weeks, but uh, was that the listeners were going to write in about things Akiva complains about too much, mm-hmm. and then um, have some sort of review of it. Fine. Yeah, and then I, think I was like, "Send me complaints. that spreadsheet, baby. I <laughs> yes. have some ideas." And you ignored it like three times. I was like, "Don't ignore me. I want to contribute to this." Yeah, it didn't exist yet, or I would definitely. I'm happy to send it to you. It uh, might ruin your life. I want to say that. Ruin my life. Who cares? I got nothing else going on. I'm trapped in my house. I'm sure there's going to be like a fourth lockdown here at some point. 
I thought I you were going to I can't go say... to a restaurant. Like, oh, my life is ruined. What do you want from me? I started working. Fun time's over. I had over a year of party time. That was... I knew. You know what? I don't know. Are you ever in, like, a really great place? Like, you're on vacation or you're having a great day or something, and you look at yourself and be like, remember this day, Allie, because it's only... Like, this is one of the good ones. You'll always remember this, but, like, it's probably going to be downhill from here for the most part. Do you ever say that to yourself? That's the entire experience of being a law student. Mm-hmm. As miserable as it is, it's only going to be downhill. So every day it's like, wow, remember this time when I was in Ann Arbor with like friends and like mm-hmm. not working 100 hours a day. Right. Right. So, so that's I, your point. You were, were you safe? But that's good. I feel like that's living. That's the awareness. Like, let me be I, present. I love this moment. Whatever. It's, do you ever have tooth pain? You ever have like a tooth issue? Uh, didn't you know that I had an emergency? I know, but I'm saying ever... whenever your tooth hurts, you think <laughs> I, sometimes I think to myself like, oh, you know, what's nice when my teeth don't hurt. Right. Like that's. That you know, I, I like I should appreciate that more. And then of course you forget like one well, day. Well, because you can't remember hurting. pain. That's science. I'm Allie from science. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you should have a separate Twitter account for that. I think that there, <laughs> I all think my that, theories. Yeah. Doctor Amanda Rabinowitz verified asterisk maybe in the future. <laughs> Lash theory. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. No. So I think um, I, I like to think like when I'm in the moment, I do try and think to myself like, oh, this is a good. Bottle this, remember it, because, you know, this is one of the good ones, and you and it might all be downhill. Who knows what the future holds? Um, so during the year plus I didn't work, I did think to myself a lot, like, one day I'm going to have to turn on the switch and start working again, and I should probably be more productive with these 16 months, <laughs> which I was not. Um, and now it's like, where's the time gone? You know, started a job. And well, now productive like, hat? I thought you were going to say I should enjoy it. When, like, yeah, when, like, like watching more TV shows and stuff. Uh, well, no, I mean, I just had this conversation with my friend Mike, who listens to the podcast, like, mm-hmm. we were, we used to do this thing called the Midday Movie Club in law school, where mm-hmm. you, like, go to the movies at, like, 11 a.m. on a weekday. Right. And we were, like, like, we had such high aspirations to watch, we were big movie people, but, like, we haven't watched a movie in quarantine, like, ever. I mean, I watched a couple, but, like, yeah, we had all of these great media consumption plans and then you're newsflash in the middle of a pandemic it's like not the greatest time to be like oh i want to watch citizen kane like you want to watch new girl oh, i've seen times. the last four minutes of citizen kane it's not yeah, great i, know, I would I not recommend it but but the point is is like pro- productive how if you've survived this you've done enough that's lash theory number eight someone could track my theories that would be great maybe yeah, i please could hire on that mm-hmm. yeah write a book um, but no, no, you you did everything right during your 16 months off. And, and now, I mean, how stressful is the job? I mean, stressful enough for you to send me a K, but you're still at home. No, it's not stressful. It's just, t- you know, my my time, uh, you know, ha- you know, has has value now. It's like my I time can't is just, my job. My time my, is my it's job. True. It's true. <laughs> it, you can't you really, you know, like you don't appreciate that. I would have like, you know, oh, I want to have a four hour Among Us session during the day. Now that session is only one to two hours. Um, that's what you'll tell your boss, but I happen to know that you've been playing Among Us for more than one to two hours. I did, I did, like, I know it's bad when, like, I think <laughs> I'm actually friends with the people in a public game by the end. <laughs> like, I did, I had a, I had one, like, session this week where, like, it was, like, si- there was, like, six of us for a few hours, and by the end it was bad because, like, no, like, they would watch me kill and not say anything, and, and I, like, I would say to them and I would kill them, but they wouldn't kill me if they were the imposter, like, and... And at the end, they were like all asking for each other's Snapchats because they were like probably kids oh, or something. So I, I gave them like uh, my Twitter handle and stuff. And then people were like following wait, me. Wait, you gave them? Wait, wait, wait. 
Oh you, my God, Akiva, this is now an intervention. Cut the rest of the Wait, episode. I sent this to you. You must you not did? respond to my. I, I thought they found you somehow. I no, they, they asked me for it, and then I, and then like within an hour, Akiva. I had like people following me, like I'm sus eight 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 from Among Us. Like Akiva, I, I mean, yeah, Akiva. I gave out my Twitter handle Akiva. on the Among Us app. Akiva, I'm I mean, I, so yeah. profoundly and yeah. seriously concerned about you. Mm-hmm. I, I say that I invited no one of them no I laugh, said if no you're joke. there was like six of them I said if you're a grown-up <laughs> I said if you're a grown-up you could play in our in our uh, game and they were like Are I'm 16 I was like bye wait why did you even ask every every 13 year old lies about their age on the internet that's like yeah I wouldn't I have invited like Yahoo gin rummy and people would be like ASL and to mm-hmm. get them away from me I would be like I'm an 89 year old man <laughs> In Mozambique, like, <laughs> like, like, because yeah. my parents taught me to not communicate with internet true, people. True, I mean, true. look at how well they did. But at least you're giving your Twitter handle out. And Only like, once. Seriously, I want to be clear. Those were my I'm homies. I'm not joking. I'm yeah. not joking. Uh-huh. That is bad news. <laughs> that is terrible. I mean, I'm not asking them for their Twitter handle. I don't know their names. Like, I gave out my Twitter handle. See, they- this is why NGOG is important mm-hmm. uh, because I don't think you would confess this to Rob. I, yeah, I probably wouldn't say this to Rob. <laughs> I think you would be embarrassed to tell Rob this. Yeah. Despite that Rob's whole career is built on the backs of internet friendships, but... Right. Um, okay, I'm honestly... I need to towel off. Yeah, wait, that's such a good ground. story. Wait, I'm hold so on. I'm shook by this. Let's, uh, now I have to use that on Renap. I have to, like, now double... I'm just yeah, kidding. Yeah, I'm yeah. just messing with you. Um, no, it's... I, you I have know to cut that, that, that out now. That wouldn't make me nervous because I know mm-hmm. you wouldn't tell Rob this. I think you would truly be embarrassed. I did. Yeah, I told. I thought I told you this. I told Pooey right away. I was like, I want I was, you to get to the point with me where you would be embarrassed to tell me that story. Like, I think that is so embarrassing that you did. Why would I have to impress you? No. Well, but like, I had. I had an even more embarrassing story today, which was um, <laughs> my wife like hates this game. It's like the bane of her existence. She like lashes out. No pun intended. Yeah, like once yeah. a day. Uh, about it because my son like it's all he talks about even in school that's all he talks that's why she's about. mad it's because it's all you do i would assume yeah that that too but i think she doesn't care what i do she's given up on me but like my son <laughs> is obsessed if i like leave my phone uh, like she comes to him like hiding in his room playing it on on his phone uh you know but then he has to like bring it to a grown-up to chat because he can't participate in the in the chat Wait, your six-year-old son has his own smartphone no he steals my phone to, oh god i got it, got it he has a phone like for um to call but not a smartphone like, because he goes to school, so he needs a phone. Like, he takes a bus. And during a non-pandemic, like, they're- I'm not they're judging this... you at all. I'm just curious. Yeah. So, any... no, he doesn't have a smartphone. But he takes my phone. He has, like, phone. a jitterbug? It's like a, no... it's like a Nokia dumb phone. Anyway. Okay, um. So, he- um, Oh, so this, the embarrassing thing was I was playing a, um, like, a group game, and they all, like, made their- I think they knew each other. They all made their name, like, something Claws- so they're like, hey, come back and, and like change your name, whatever. So I didn't come back because it's hard to like get back into a public game. But I did um I I did change my name. Oh, I can't even say this. I'm at oh no. Kiwi Claws? <laughs> no, Kiwi much Claws? worse. Kiwi Claws. <laughs> like, I'm I was gonna, gonna, be gonna worse. do Kiwi Claws. Um because they Wait, I, hold on, I have to get prepared. Hold on. Yeah, no, it's bad. Hold on. I'm my, really I, scared because your voice, the tone of your voice is such that it's really bad. I'd rather I think I'd rather not say no. Because my wife, like <laughs> Listen, she's what been with me for six, she's been with me for sixteen years, and um and like I've never <laughs> seen the look of disappointment on her face, and like laughter as when she and I, I meant to change it, but then I didn't. I like Akiva, I yeah. 
What is it? So they were called like I I like won five games in a row as the imposters. They were calling oh, me no. Keeve the Goat. So um, oh no, <laughs> I changed the goaty clause. <laughs> jar. <laughs> That's fifty in the jar. <laughs> Uh, oh she was God. so like when she put it together. I'm clipping this and, and like, sending this to Rob so he can get to the body class. Oh, because she didn't even get it, so she just saw it and was I had, like, like, please. No, don't she was tell so me. horrified, and then my daughter was like My daughter heard the story and she's like, I think I'm gonna die of cringe, my daughter said. <laughs> Which daughter said that? Uh eleven year old. I don't think the fourteen yeah. year old would say the word cringe. And she's like, Yeah, my my wife I I've never seen like I think in her heart of hearts there was like a third of a percent chance that like oh maybe oh this God, guy is like normal and it was it i saw like the, her soul leave her body a third like, no she gave up on the last one percent of respect she was holding it's on true to. but i do think i do think um like oh akiba. Yeah. akiba there's no coming back for goatee clothes i don't think oh no do you know what <laughs> puya is gonna do when he gets his ears on this nobody tell puya Oh, Puya's already... Puya has just sensed it in the universe. Mm -hmm. I knows I, yeah. before he's listened to this. I do think I need an intervention. I just I just gave you my most sincerest intervention mm -hmm. about messaging. I think Goaty Claws is less problematic. Well, I won't like, do, yeah, I won't do that because now Goaty I realize... Goaty Claws is humiliating. They said they were grown-ups. Obviously, I wouldn't invite it, but then now I realize, like, yeah, I can't... Um, and it's not like you I'm... You should not be trying to connect with people through Among it's Us. It's true. Okay. And that's Fair. the line. Fair. It's a wrap. I, I wasn't connected with them. They all said, like, all right, I'm on Instagram, you, whatever. You Here's my YouTube. They lifted you up like you were their hero, and you reveled in it, and you wanted to keep the good times rolling. Oh, and no. to that, I will say, enough. <laughs> enough, <laughs> enough, enough. I'm proud of you. No, this you is a low five point games, for you me. You were really proud of that, but this yeah. is horrible. This is a low all point right, for me. All right, I'm going to have to chop this up or something. I don't know. Let's go back to when it was, oh, my God, Akiva Claus, that's not so bad. <laughs> no, we're fine. Um, oh, can I say something about the episode? Sure. I, I'm, I need a minute, so you say whatever. All right. So I've said this a lot, and I, I don't know why sometimes I think like a producer in this sense with this show. But I said, like, anytime there's a name actor or actress, you know they have a shelf life, right? Unless it's like, hey, they're in the opening credits. They're only going to be around for like three to five episodes usually. Maybe once in a while you get like a half season arc or something. So you knew that Julie was not going to be here for long. And I think what happened, because Julie was only in one. She made it one more episode than you predicted. Yes, but she's only in one senior. So it was probably like filmed as part of the last episode. It's very shoehorned in. You know, the relationship was pretty serious last week to just be completely over with like a thud this week. And it's not unrealistic. Like Nick is unbearable in this episode. So like a lot of people would break up with a Nick at this point, I think. The seven messages, like I do think people would have second thoughts, but I do think it was so shoehorned in, and and there was no comedy. It wasn't interesting. It wasn't funny. Uh, so yeah, not also not one of my favorite storylines. Julia bring up a Nick. So yeah, I mean, brief setup. She gives. I mean, maybe you said this in the in the Kiva thing, but basically, like he sends. She sends a cactus. He's like, oh my god, this is a symbol of how she feels about me. He gets drunk, drunk dials her seven times while she's in a business trip in China, forgets about the time difference, and comes back and is like, you know, I didn't mean anything by it, but, like, I do think we've reached our end. That's mm -hmm. that's the whole bit. I, like, I wouldn't say they had this really serious last week episode. Like, I think in the Valentine's Day episode, like, their differences show and it's strained. Like, yes, I do think opposites attract, 
and I've been in relationships like this where you're the busier one. I've been in relationships where you're not the busier one and whatever, or the person who likes the other person more or less. Um, but like they couldn't get on the same page that night in that episode. Um, and so I don't think it's like, yes, they ended on a good note, but I don't think it's that far fetched that then she's like on a trip. They haven't talked in a few days. He sends these like seven messages. Why did she send the cactus bears a question? It's not like it's a souvenir. So she's sort of in this awkward mental place in the relationship of like, I want to give him something, but I don't know what. You know, like, I don't know. It, it's not that crazy to me that they break up here. No, I don't think it's that crazy either. But I just that. think it's like we've had enough of them already that it's just like one scene. Like, at this point, almost break up off screen at this point. Like, where's Julia? Oh, she's in China. Maybe she'll come back in a few years. Um, and I assume she's out of the picture for good at this point, Julia. Um, um, okay, well, I was going to ask you that, but that's yeah, fine. Yeah, I, th- I think so. Um, a couple other notes I have. Uh, Jerksica. Oh, wait, we have a question first. Justin yeah. Ramsey says, question for Akiva, is Allie a plant killer? I think we've established you are a plant killer, no? How have we established that? Oh, I don't know. I thought you once killed a plant. I thought you once mentioned killing a plant. Um, I have a funny story about this. So, yes. We'll, we'll be the judge of that. All right, go. My, my, uh, my grandma has an incredible green thumb. Like, she is really gifted with wow. plants. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not. But because like consistency isn't my greatest thing, as mm-hmm. people have known who have missed two episodes of this podcast. But um, I did have an orchid delivered by two good friends of mine for my birthday this year, and it came damaged. And I nursed that baby back to full health. I was very proud. On the flip side, an ex of mine at the Gentile sent me two succulents this year, which is like I thought of the cactus story immediately because I was like. Oh, he thinks I can't take care of a real plant. He's sending me basically cactuses, cacti. Mm-hmm. Uh, but to to clear my name and take away from the funniness, the humor of it, I had said for a long time that I wanted to get succulents for my apartment. Anyway, those babies, I don't know what. I watered it. I didn't water it. I Googled what's the problem. That's not too much sunlight, not enough sunlight. When I moved, I threw those out. They were like dried like the relationship. <laughs> I was mm-hmm. like, I don't know what's going on. I cannot take care of a succulent. So... I am a plant killer, and I've basically done what Nick did with the cactus. Yeah, I have no plant experience. My, my wife's grandfather, uh, uh, before he passed, was was like the biggest bonsai guy in Florida. He had hundreds <laughs> that, of bonsai and trees. And that says something. Yeah. He there was like, a lot of bonsai in Florida. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think so. But he had like no, hundreds of bonsai trees. No, I think there is. Trees. I think old people trim bonsai trees. Oh, is that a thing? Um, I, I but he, he used to, yeah, he like I remember he gave my mom one, and she killed it almost immediately. <laughs> Um, well, I feel like she'd throw it out. She's famously anti-stuff. It's true, but she likes she like a bonsai tree. Well, maybe that's why she. Maybe it was an intentional murder of the bonsai tree. Maybe oh. she didn't actually want it. That's not a bad point. A um, couple things I noted from the episode. I like is I hope Winston's nickname of Brown Lightning sticks around. That he that's a funny reference. Do you have Winston, a nickname for me yet? I don't. I don't have one for you yet. The so that's well, going to be a no. What, what, what did somebody say? Finale Lasher? What was the one that was that was? Well, that was of... so funny. Justin Ramsey said that because, and I didn't get it because I didn't get the alley part of it. But mm-hmm. still not great. No offense. It'll come to me one day. It can't just be forced. One day I'll think of your nickname, and then. Well, it's be so funny because, like, in my life, mm-hmm. uh, I would say in somewhat in high school, but definitely throughout all of college. Anyone who knows me from college calls me Lash. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you don't ask for it. 
and it is funny because my dad's friends called him Lash. My brother's friends called him Lash. It's like we've Same all Same thing with lashed. me and Weenie. And then it just went away. Oh, Weenie's not great. No. Um, but then in law school, nobody did except for the one guy that I went to college with and law school. And he'd call me Lash and people would be like, what are you talking about? And I was like, oh, it's like, it just depends. So like nobody in podcast, like the podcast world is the only world where people have called me Ali Lasher first and last. I've never been a first and last name together person prior to this podcast. Yeah, but you have Not a short this podcast, name. Podcast. Your for, your whole name is as short as mine. But it's just interesting name. how people, different people, glom on to different things. No one cares about this, but mm, very interesting. Um, um, <laughs> oh, as opposed to oh, sorry, Goaty Claus. <laughs> We were all riveted by that tale. <laughs> um, uh, anything else? The bully oh, shoot, video. Hold on. There's a crescent moon out. I have to go look at it. Yeah, that whole thing was so stupid. Do you think that Cece would even cross the threshold into their apartment to sleep with Schmidt? Like, I, I thought that was so crazy. Like, they try to paint like, oh, she's got this crazy apartment. I can't take him there because I have roommates. Meanwhile, Schmidt also has roommates, and one of those roommates is her best friend who she's hiding this from. Yeah, and also, So I didn't buy yeah. that they'd even sneak in. Yeah, if Schmidt does okay, and this is like a chance of like the year for him with Cece, I think he gets a hotel for one or two nights. I think Well, that- that's worse. I mean, I guess she's offering up a Starbucks bathroom. But yeah, yeah. It seems to be like they. this is very regular. This is happening multiple times a week. Yeah, so I guess you're saying it would get expen- the trysts would get expensive. Or I don't... I don't know. Maybe you're right. Maybe that would be more realistic than her sneaking in behind her best friend's back when there's no boundaries in this apartment. It's not like they're the roommates where like no one's ever in the common area. Right. You're lucky if there's a lock on his door. Right. Exactly. Um, And then I think the best scene of of this storyline and maybe I guess the whole episode, although I do like when Nick says, so I was right about the cactus as his reaction to the breakup, um, is when Cece explains why she doesn't you know, and even this was a stretch. Like, I think CeCe's rationale for not wanting to be seen with Schmidt is why he's been, is his douchebagness, douchebaggery. And then she's like, guys always treat me like a trophy and just want to be with me because I'm hot, basically. And he's like, no, like, you're beautiful and you're intelligent and you're the baddest bitch I've ever been with. And then she lets him tell the waitress, which becomes him standing up and making a speech to this restaurant about how he's sleeping with Cece. So funny when he's like, do you want to tell the waitress? And he says that. And he does the parkour and he runs up. It's That's very funny. It actually left out loud in that scene. Yeah, that was the best moment. No Jew, though, doesn't know what Mahjong is. When he points to the guys playing Mahjong and he's like, can you stop whatever it is that is? Yeah, that's that. true. That's true. Everyone had a grandma who played Mahjong. That is definitely true. <laughs> or, but are um, you think you're going to play Mahjong or do you think Mahjong like dies? I with... know how to play Mahjong. But would you? will you play it in like 30 years with your friends? <sighs> I think my mom's the better, like, what's interesting is, like, Mahjong and Canasta are all virtual now. I mean, Oh, yeah, you told me your mom was playing virtual Canasta with her buddies. Yeah, like, so I think probably. Okay. I mean, I'll be lucky to live long enough to play Mahjong. Yeah, that's true. You're not allowed, legally, you can't play until you're 65. But I do, I have played. Yeah, but you you could be, like, one in the group. You can't, like, play weekly with your friends until you're at least in your 60s. Right, 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 true. All right, so let's, let's, anything else to say about Brianna? I mean... This is just so ridiculous. There's a bully. The kid, like, is getting is getting bullied on all sides, really. And so Jess sings this song. I have the lyrics to the song. Are you interested in the lyrics to the song? Yeah, hit him. Hit, hit us. I'm them. not going to sing it in the key of learning minor. I'm going to say it in the key of podcasting disappointment. Um, he's a plump bird who prefers the shelter of a hole. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what she said. You got to be there on that. Um, he has a stubby beak and a nervous soul because he's being chased by predators. Because being chased by predators takes its toll. Let the sad sparrow fly on. I mean, even Jess isn't a big enough idiot. Like, or not idiot, sorry. Um, a big enough, like, softy to think that this is not going to yield worse results for the kid. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, this is like, uh, yeah. do you think Jess gets fired in a normal school for this whole s- scenario? Like her friends? Well, let's get co- to that later. I want to know if you, like, this idea is too ludicrous even for the cartoon version of Jess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, agree or disagree? Yeah, I mean, for disagree. sure. No, 100%. It'd be more interesting if you disagreed. 100%. I, okay. I do like that Jess is now a kid hater, but I agree that it, the, the whole thing is ridiculous. Um. All right, you want to talk about Jerksica? No, that's it. Jerk, you would brought it up. It. I interrupted you. I mean, I love when he says my last name rhymes with gay. And you yeah, that was a funny thing. My last name rhymes with gay. Yeah, <laughs> very 90s thing because for the young people out there, they should sit down for a second. Like the the like I'm si- I'm already sitting. Oh, jeez. Oh, yeah, I think like people don't realize how homophobic the 90s were. And it's like, yeah, that's exactly what they would have done and made fun of her name for being. And I, it probably doesn't happen now. I don't know. I'm not in school anymore. Only the people I play Among Us with are. <laughs> um, and that's worse than anyone I ever interacted with, the way the Among Us chats get. Yeah. Um, Why? Well, well, there was no hate speech with my with my crew. Well, that's good. Yeah. So you're following. I run a tight ship. Block, I was... Did you block them, by the way, or they still follow you? Only one person like said, hey, I'm from Among Us. They DM me. I think you should make a concerted effort to block the children who follow you. Well, I, 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 I think it was someone who's not on Twitter. Because their 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 bio is here for Keith twenty six, they followed me. They DM me once. And wait, I... wait, 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 yeah. wait, 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 wait. Okay. <laughs> I'll borrow from Bryce and Rob. You want me to say? <laughs> yeah. So, you, a person made a Twitter account Correct. to get in touch with you, and their with... bio is here for a fifteen year old yes. child. No, no, I don't know. Well, there they might Keeved... be the forty year old. Oh, man. you think it? adult would do this i hope so i'm i have Block adult, this account i have adult the fans fact that you didn't, the fact that i have adult oh you have adult this, fans th- yeah this here's the thing that's the new only fans adult fans <laughs> yeah, that's where keith fans. has an account yeah um i here's the thing these th- he's never going to come back this person Akiva, block yeah, this per- how am i telling you this but this person's never coming back. All right, this is getting too de- depressing. Let's move on. Depressing. I'm, I'm sad for you. Look, yeah, this whole thing is depressing. This person is never going to join, be on Twitter again. The person's currently on Twitter to follow you. He's here. <laughs> right now he's here for Akiva, and at a certain point he'll drop the for Akiva and just go to being here. Seinfeld reference. Okay. Um, let's go to the science fair. I thought I couldn't be more depressed than the science fair scene, but apparently I stand corrected. Um... Totally ridiculous. Totally ridiculous that Jess would sabotage the project and then admit it. I mean, she could have just said, like, I knocked it over while cleaning up my classroom. Like, the fact that she goes up and says, your daughter's difficult. I broke her science fair project. And then Winston just goes off on her is so beyond absurd. Akiva, you're a teacher. Felipe says, as a former teacher, how much anxiety did Nathaniel give Keith? Forget that. I mean, answer that if you want. But, like... You tell me your reaction as an educator to this whole scenario. Um, I don't remember ever like being, you know what? The, the only thing I can think of is I was much younger than the other teachers in the school. And um, it was in the days when I first started teaching it was the days of like make funny sounding Facebook groups 
It would be like, you know, eat a pie on your with your nose. That You know, like every single like. Hilarious. I, I like to eat, you know, a peanut butter and jelly and ketchup, uh, you know, sandwiches. And that group would have like two million members and your friend would have started or whatever. Like, do you know what I'm talking about? Like there was just very goofy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was no maximum to like how many groups or the or the name or the length of the name of the group. So they 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 started a group called like tomorrow we're throwing a snowball at Rabbi Smith's head day. Let's just say right, um, and because I was friends with them, like it popped up or or I like follow them, like it because the, the the principal told me to. It popped up on my page, and then I had to like call them at night and like by the way, when you come in, in the morning, like the whole school is planning on throwing snowballs at your head, so like they can't get in trouble if the whole school does it. Um, so that that was the one time I had like sort of bu- teacher bullying. Where they were like targeting one particular teacher, uh, and then I had to be the bad guy because they sort of knew like it came from me because like the other rabbis didn't know what Facebook was yet. Um, I don't know. If That's... I were to say what your weakness is, I think you'd be a very good teacher. But I think the weakness would be that you would care a lot if the kids liked you and not in like mm-hmm. a. I didn't. I I really. I... You even the way you just said I had to be the bad guy because they knew it was me. Like well, no, I just did like a I... giant attack. No, I don't care. I just didn't want like it was not a school for serious students, and I didn't want them to like be. I didn't want to get the snowballs thrown in my head. Like I could care less if they liked me. I just didn't want them. I didn't. I wanted them to nothing me. Do you know what I mean? Well, that's that's why bullying persists is because good people don't want to get bullied themselves, so they don't stand up for the bullied. Yeah, hurt people, hurt people, or something. I don't know. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, but that to me is a story. Like I have plenty. My class year in middle school was like terrible and like basically made a teacher like run out crying. But I'm talking about from Jess's perspective as the te- from your perspective as a teacher. To like just break like has it did a kid ever break you down so much that you'd break their science fair? I mean, what is a science fair? But forgetting that, I, I feel like I've like only do, ever seen a science yeah. fair in pop culture. Yo, you, oh, you never had a science fair. We had science fairs. We had Super Science Saturday, but that was like they had experiences for us as kids to enjoy. Uh, I've never like made a science fair. Super project. Science Saturday sounds awful. I would much rather be home. Oh, like, it was watching great. You like dissected like the pe- the owl pellet of like mm. crap for yeah, the we, bones in yeah. it. You know, we had on Saturday. Shabbat, baby. Yeah, yeah. Super service Saturday. That's right. That's right. Um, no, I had a science fair once. You know, every, there's always the kid who makes the lava. Like, that's the famous stereotypical science fair project is, like, the lava. Baking soda lava. Yeah. I'm sure my friend Andrew made my project for me because my friend Andrew is very competent and was, like, a 70-year-old man <laughs> when he was in second grade, my, my oldest friend. And we went to elementary school, high school, and college together. And um, he was my, like, middle school science uh you know partner and he was my uh college biology science you know uh, partner and i didn't even go to class like he just did our projects and did our group projects and we got an a uh i could not have told you one thing our teacher didn't speak english i mean i am i you know uh he um yeah i mean he definitely uh yeah he definitely hooked me up with some a's but um (laughs) anyway oh uh, my parents were lab partners in high school because my mom was like, oh, Bill's smart. I want him to be my lab partner. And meanwhile, my dad was like in love with her, I guess. And she was Aww. like, well, we'll get a good grade. If we're partners, did he make, nerd. Did, did, uh, did, like, he, did he do her homework? Did she get him to do his home, her homework? That doesn't really feel like my mom's kind of thing. But I, no. I never even asked that. Yeah. I feel like you wouldn't let someone do your homework probably either. Um, yeah, probably not. Since the episode wasn't great, I'll give you one more uh, school-related story I thought of this oh, week. Oh, perfect, because I'm living for them. So speaking of uh, speaking of getting involved with like uh, with kids, um, my my daughter, the queen of the class this week. 
Yes. Oh, sorry. I froze for a second. My daughter, <laughs> my daughter, the queen. Hello? Yeah, sorry. You keep muting. I don't know. What I'm... Yeah, let me mute. I'm trying to eat my bruschetta. Oh, fine. You're going to tell a story. Me. I'm going to eat. Okay. My daughter, the queen of the class, uh, told us this week that she wanted to run for class president. There's two girls in the whole class or grade uh, get named class president. And um, there was like most of the girls were running. You just had to submit your name to run. And so let's say like 20 something girls were running. And she thought she had a decent chance because she's well liked. But then there were two girls who had it last year and they were both running and they're both very popular. And the classes are also split up because of COVID. So there's a lot of girls she basically hasn't seen all year. And so she thought it would be a little tricky. She'd probably come in like third when you need to be top two or fourth. So uh, she told me how it works. Every girl gets 10 points, and they could divvy them out however they want. You could give your friend 10. You can't vote for yourself, but you give your friend 10. You could give 10 different people one point. So their school has basically like ranked choice voting. <laughs> yeah, ranked choice voting. It's like the genius <laughs> style if you're familiar with the, the Korean game show. And if you're not, you should watch it. Anyway, have you ever watched The Genius? You tell me. Have I watched The Genius? You have not. You have not watched The Genius. Correct. You're a hater. You should watch it. I'm not um, a hater, but I have not watched. Uh, anyway, so... Uh, she told, I said, who's going to vote for you? And she said, well, my best friend's going to give me nine points. And this other girl said seven. And this wasn't enough points. Like you do the math. Your, your best friend's only going to give you nine points. She had Cut promised. That friend. Yeah. Cut she them. had promised some other girl a point. I, I think. Lie ten, about it. Is your name on it? Mm-hmm. I, it's, it's anonymous. It's an, it's your, the, no yeah, one would so know. So tell them to get. All right, let me so, talk to a dear. No, so I so I, I spoke to her and I said, listen, if you don't want to win, fine. Here's what you have to do if you have to win. You have to text all 36 girls, okay, who are voting. And you have to you have to text every single one and say, hey, I really want to win. I'm running. Can you please promise me as many points as possible? And I said, actually, ask for 10. She said, not one person is giving anybody 10. So I'm like, all right, ask for eight. They'll give you, you know, try and settle for seven. Because uh, you're going to need like 100 points to win. And she said, you know, I don't know, whatever. I said, text every single girl. Worst case scenario, they say no. And then my wife steps in and says, like, no, I don't think you're allowed to campaign. Like, you're going to get her her booted for campaigning. And I said, like, well, it's worth taking the risk. Because, A, like, there's not even really school anymore. Like, what are we running for president of the Zoom? And second of all, um, like, she doesn't think she's going to win with, 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 you know, it's not against the rules, but she doesn't think she's going to win without campaigning. So she may as well campaign. And um, so I so I said, all right, campaign, text all 32 girls, ask for at least five points. You can't promise. You only have 10 points. You can't promise anything in return. If someone says they're going to give you seven or eight points and they say, will you vote for me? Say yes, but I can't tell you how many points and then give them one. And then I said, do not give any. I said, who are the two girls you're thinking to win? Do not give them any points. And then you cannot give that. You know, give give the points to girls who, you know, have no chance, which my wife did not like, but obviously was good advice. Anyway, she came home yesterday, or came out of her room because that's where her class is, um, and uh, and she won. I am the camp. I was the successful campaign manager for the sixth grade class president. I, I we we made a plan. We stuck to it, and and she won. Now she's queen. Your, your daughter is the biggest genius of all time because because she listened to her dad. No, because she followed whatever that story was for that long. <laughs> oh no! No, but good but job. Already, yeah. Allie from the editing room. I regret that harsh reaction because listening back the second time, great story, Keeve, and congratulations sincerely to Queen of the Class and President of the Class, Adira Wienegert. Queen of the I'm Class. I'm proud. No, I enjoyed it because I was eating my de- delicious dinner. But, mm, uh, sorry, listener. Hope you're eating, listeners. Um, okay. Uh, congratulations to President of the Class, Queen of the Class, Adira. Mm-hmm. 
proud yeah. proud of her. Uh, this podcast is famously pro Adira, I guess. Um, but all right, Brianna. I, I did a little IMD bags on Brianna. Oh, nice. She actually went on to be a pretty successful actress. Who's she? Uh, no, no, no love for Nathaniel on that. But Brianna um, is her name is Joey King. She was in that Summer of Three movie, and she's been in the Kissing Booth, the three Kissing Booth movies. Oh, on, okay. Or soon to be three Kissing Booth. Movies. Have you seen the Kissing Booths? I think I saw the first one. Mm-hmm. I wanted to, I wanted to cover that, but uh, it, it came and went. Why would you cover the kissing? People booth? thought it would be funny if me and Rob talked about it, but it never happened. You still could. Joey King, five hundred thirty-eight thousand followers on Twitter. Shit, I wanted to guess. I purposely didn't look that up. Sorry. Followed by. What about Insta? Uh, right, well, let's go to Insta for a second. She's probably bigger on Insta. I feel like all the younger actresses are probably bigger on Insta. I was going to ask you, who do I follow that follows Joey King? But I feel like that's just too inside baseball, even for us. An hour into an episode we don't care about. Okay. Um, Jenny Autumn would be my guess. Nope. Nope. And she's yeah. not a movie okay. person. Jenny Autumn doesn't like movies. How do I know that? Whatever. Okay. Um, 18 million for Joey King. Yeah, she's a pretty successful actress. Wow. Well, yeah, but she was like a little baby. And uh, I guess this is an old show. She looks exactly the same. Look at her face. She has her exact same face. Uh, let's see if she mentions her, her one uh, this, appearance you won't on get New Girl. This, but she's got her. Uh, well, you don't know it's one appearance, but she's got the uh, coconut head haircut from Ned's Declassified School Survival Guide. This is not even English. What you just said. <laughs> coconut head, Ned's Declassified. It's all crazy. Google, Google, coconut head, Ned's Declassified. You no, tell me. No thanks. Um, all right. Any anything else from this episode? Anything else stand out? Uh, oh, I like some of the science projects. What can old people do? Was a science project. What tastes better with hot sauce? That's a uh, you know, a funny, a funny project. Something about uh, what can you do with wood or something. That was a science project. Yeah. The, the only thing left I really want to talk about is uh, how Jess later, the, the video, she gets back at the bully by having um, the bully also sing with her. And she makes a bunch of fake accounts to have all these positive comments that are all her. Matt Stewart says, yeah, Akiva, funny. how many burner accounts do you use to comment on and like post about your podcast? Never. I've never, I've never made a burner I, the only t- the only second Twitter account I ever made was very early Twitter. I made an account that was like to do you, you ever you know the the Twitter account Cold Takes Exposed or Old Takes Exposed. No. Old, it, it, Old Takes Exposed is basically like they retweet really bad predictions like a year after it happened. If you were like, hey, I think this team's going, to, the Jets are going to the Super Bowl, and they go zero and sixteen, they would like retweet it. And so anyway, I made an account the exact same idea. It was called like Great Prediction Dummy or something. And I, I guess I retweeted someone who didn't like it, and it got hacked. Uh, and that was the only other Twitter account I've ever made. I don't make comments. I, 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 I like. I think you care. You think I think you think that I care more about certain things than I do. No, but that's. Like, I would who never cares? make like, that's fake the accounts. Bit. The bit is that you don't really care. Like the bit is that you seem like you care so much, and then you get upset when people say that you care. I mean, I care about certain things, but I would never care enough. But I'm also very lazy. Like, you have to really factor that in. Like, I would never. I don't think there's a world. I'm shocked we've done this much time on it. Like, of course you don't have any burner accounts. Uh, I'm trying to think what I would have a burner. I mean, I guess on Among Us, I would have a burner account to talk about how great it was. If there was, like, forums, like, who's the best player? I'd be like, I hear there's this new guy, <laughs> Goaty Claus. Okay. All right. So let's get to the Kiwi Guide. I yes. mean. Wait, I have one more thing. Literally, the least notes I've ever had, but I do have one more thing in it. Uh, Nick practices like his messages to Julia for a long time. He leaves her like seven or nine voice messages. He's not practicing. He's on the right, phone. right, right. But he's like, but he's like thinks he's deleting them. I think at a certain point. Um, 
<laughs> I think you made that up, but um Anyway, have you ever take. practiced the message? Have you ever like <laughs> so you just wanted to shoehorn the story in? No, I have a story, but I've told it. I'm not gonna tell it again because I've told it like five times of me practicing um, a message. Have I practiced a message? I mean, I think when I was like younger and I was like first like applying to jobs and stuff, maybe. Um mm-hmm. I don't think I think I've... that's a good I think that's like a good practice with somebody like anything you could say in an interview, like pretend like okay, this is the hardest thing they're gonna ask you, they're gonna ask you this. Do like, you think that you're inventing mock interviews right now? No, but I think but I <laughs> that's but like I'm a thinking very that, big Of course. Thing. No, I'm not saying it's not. But I'm just saying like but I it, think you think you just thought I, of the, mock interviews. I think you think I think whatever. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I do think that. No, no, no. But but this is really more Re- about relationships. Back to this tape. This is more I, relationships that he is like does it does do mock interviews work for relationships? Basically, is the question. Fate, uh, um, I mean, I think it works if uh, not necessarily mock interviews, but like you go on a bunch of first dates so that you get good at going on for dates. Like you know, you 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 get practice with people maybe you don't like as much. Okay. Are you so stunned that you're silent? No, I'm not. I'm not stunned that I'm silent. I'm 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 deep in thought. All right. Well, let's parlay that into some deep thought with Kiwi Guide. Um, mm-hmm. Although I don't really think. I mean, do you, you already said you don't think Brianna and Nathaniel are going to be bad? No, you made it sound like yeah. I guess it's not impossible that th- there are certain kids in the class that are the regulars. We this is the by far the most we've gotten into Jess's work life. So I think this is the first time you said, "Are we going to see her in school?" You right. got her in school. I think maybe she was in school, but not in the classroom once, possibly. But yeah, this is by far the most we've gotten in her classroom. Oh yeah, when she went to look for drugs. Yeah. Um, you, you've already talked about Cece and Schmidt. I don't think we need to update that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nick and Julie have already said you think they're going to stay broken up and Winston had nothing to do. So I actually don't think there's anything really to track this episode, but Kelly wants to know she's back and she wants to know who won the episode. Oh, good question. The listeners who are about to be at the end of this podcast. Oh no, no. <laughs> they love, they love this one. They love this one. Do you think they know. Maybe not. I'm not sure. Uh, which I mean, I like. I like Winston giving himself the nickname, but I don't think there's enough there. Certainly not Nick. I'm going to say Schmidt landing CC. Schmidt won the episode. No but question. That happened last week. I know, but he sort of kept her for another week. Like any week he can hold on to CC is a win for him. Okay. Um, maybe Nathaniel because they stopped bullying him because they focused I on guess, him. I guess. <laughs> I guess. But like you know, the best would have been even better is if Nathaniel hadn't been bullied in the first place. True. I'm not All blaming right. the bully. The bullied. I'm just saying. Let's get to the Gardner Minute. I'm really looking forward to the Gardner Minute. And perfect timing on my computer. We're approaching. Are you ready? Because I'm going to say start. No, no I'm, I'm not ready yet because I want to talk okay. about I want you to talk about something before the Gardner Minute. Oh, OK. Yeah. So you sent me a message this week. You were very excited. Oh Yeah, I was so excited for the Gardner Minute. Yeah, so uh, you love the movie 13 Going on 30, if I'm not mistaken, right? I mean, I, it's a good movie. I probably haven't seen it in years. I'm due for a rewatch. And you and you used to love the Ruffalo. You had a big... You had a big uh, yeah, I've been a, Ruff, a Ruffalo girl for years. That's also an inside joke of myself that I say it like that. Like, no yeah, page. no, I was going to even call him Ruffalo because I know you said that. But yeah. I, um, and anyway, yeah, it's them and it's um, Ryan Reynolds. Are you are you going to set this up or you want me to? No, you set it up. This is not part of the Garner Minute. This is the precursor to the Garner no, Minute. No, this any comment uh, you either have to borrow against next time's Garner Minute or you keep it to the minute. You don't get to talk about Garner things outside the Garner Minute. Okay, fine. So ta- so start me now for the Garner Minute. Okay, on a ready, 
Go. Uh, Jennifer Garner posted a 20-minute meditation video with her yogi, Chelsea Loves Yoga. By the way, uh, the top comment on that uh, Instagram video, which is 20 minutes long, Chelsea Handler. She said Chelsea on Chelsea Meditation. She liked it. Did you watch the video? I mean, I saw the first 10 seconds. Uh, Je- Jennifer Garner, she's just like us. She set a reminder in her in her Google Docs for Jen Lies Down from 3 p.m. to 4 p.m. Uh, I saw this, that. I knew you were going to keep that in. I'm dis- excited. Discovery, she wrote, if you want to escape, make it official. Doesn't she have like six kids? Um, nope. We- <laughs> she has a lot of kids. Uh, by the way, did I say on the podcast that I, that I heard from... On a on a Hollywood podcast that she's a great mom that like she took her kids to set every day and actually watched them. Nice. Uh, we we this pro Garner like uh, Ben Affleck did not show up once supposedly in the six weeks she was on set or whatever. Well, I'm not here to show uh, Ben Affleck. Yeah, you love Ben Affleck. Um, which office uh, star is at the? Th- oh, I'm sorry. That's no, you the have end to answer the, the question. Minute. Which office star? Or, no, no, no. You want to borrow? You want to borrow time against the next minute? Fine, I'll borrow quick time for the next minute. Ten seconds. Okay, hold on, hold on. Yeah, go. Which uh, female star of the office is at the top of Jennifer Garner's comments being a reply guy to this to this post. Jenna um, Jenna Fisher. No, Angela Kinsey. All right. That's Damn, it, it was one of them. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, I got you borrow 13 seconds against the next Garner minute. Let me note that down. Minus 13 seconds. Do people like time. the Garner minute, you think? I don't care. I love the Garner Yeah, no, minute. the Garner minute's here to stay. Um... All right, uh, but I think it only works if we keep it to the minute. I don't think it can be like the Garner minute fifty. Okay, fine, fine. Maybe um, we need a buzzer. Could we get a? Is that possible? Do we have the technology for a buzzer? Um. Well, normally I'll have my phone with me and I'll set the timer. And Perfect. Alarm okay. Off, you don't have your I phone in your house now. No, it's in my house, but it's not at my side. I'm not gonna get up to. I didn't want to get up to get it. But that was that was perfect. I have this. I have the seconds on my Mac, so I was watching the seconds. Okay. All right. Well, I think that's it. I mean, I thank the five star viewers, but we had none. So Ooh. maybe we should quit the podcast now. Maybe no, I was stop. Last week. We'll, we don't do it for the for the listeners. We do it for ourselves. Um, if that's the case, something's missing. All right. Anyway, um, always remember you can leave us questions at our Google form, which is always linked at Lash Tweets. It's a pinned tweet. You can follow Kiva like an Among Us fan. At Kiev twenty six, you could be here for Akiva. Change your change your profile. Um, Akiva yes. episode fifteen. It's called injured. What do you think? Uh, I think it's going to be Winston getting injured. I think maybe like you know he's already struggling with not having a job. It comes up this episode. Jess, there's a funny joke where it's like, "What are you too busy to come over here? You get over here." And um, I think Winston gets injured, and maybe this is the first Winston A story. Okay, fantastic. Uh, looking forward to it, if that's the case. Um, uh, plugs. Uh, the challenge is going to come back soon. Woo-hoo, yeah. I'll probably plug it next week mm-hmm. if, we, if we make it that far. Yeah. Um, and Akiva is doing some stuff on 32 Fans. I'll be on the Patreon podcast this week. We're doing a Seinfeld recording. Uh, maybe it's not this week. I don't know when you guys will put it out. Um, but it's a great environment, great time, the, the 32 Fans patron group or whatever chat who cares um and uh you are you just spiced up your life and i'll be honest i don't know what the next renap episode is um it is i think we just did a vote i think it's going to be choose your own renap venture which is uh oh the great mike bloom and liana yes we lost you and i lost the bet they got to put it on the wheel and that's the idea this happened uh that draft Uh, was a year and a half ago right 
No, that wasn't from that. I thought that was some other bet. That no, had that on the wheel. I believe this was this was the idea. That was the bet. They got to put something on the wheel. This Are you sure? I thought something yes. else. They had, this was like the second thing they had to put on there. I don't. There was know. some other thing. I'm getting old because she won the hot takeoff or something. Maybe I'm not sure. No, um, I'd also like to cares? plug uh, the Northwestern Wildcats. They just also got- how lucky are you that that didn't involve me on Renap or you would have been screwed? Yeah, I'm famously not allowed on anymore. No, you're allowed on every week. You choose I not to. I don't think that's true. Um, okay, number um, the North the Northwestern Wildcats were just named number eight in the country in the college football playoff. They could win the Natty this year. Uh, this is a a pro uh, NW podcast. I'm very excited. I'm very excited for the Wildcats. Okay, uh, you know Akiva, if I tell you something bothers me and you do it on purpose, <laughs> what do you want to do? Me to react to it? No, forget it. She's talking about um, she doesn't like the the NW, which is famously what everyone outside who did not go to Northwestern was not honored. And now Northwestern, a very good people school. outside the modern Orthodox community say a lot of things too. That doesn't make it true about the modern Orthodox community. Listen, people. How about this? You no- want me to start telling people how I was pitched as an idea to come on Renap and you said no to it? And that was our whole thing. Wait, hold on. No, I'll, t- I'll, I'll voice it to the I listeners. don't even. Wait, hold on. I, I'm trying to say something nice about your alma mater for a second. Well, you went to a good college. It. You went to a good college. You, uh, you worked very hard to go to that school. However, whatever that school's U.S. News and World Report ranking is, they are a better football team than they are at college at this point because they're number eight in the country. That's exciting. Yeah, it's not far off from the ranking in the U.S. Oh, ooh, what a flex. Top 10, <laughs> top 10 law school, baby. Um, Actually, I don't know what Northwestern is. No, your law is. school. I think Michigan. No, a- I know. I know. I know that. Mm-hmm. But my mom usually texts me every year about Oh, my God. That's day. so funny. She she cares a lot. If you had to um, give, let's say you were like a billionaire, okay? Would you give your, and you were like, you have to endow one of those schools. Would you give it to your undergrad or your um, grad school? Or you could give it to your high school. Um, or your summer camp since you're Jewish. I, I'm not. I mean, I I give very small donations to both institutions I attended, but I would never endow either one of them. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, like I wouldn't get. Well, I have other things to do if I. No, you have to give all your money to one. That's I always ask people this question. Like you have to give it to your high school, your college. I say you're 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 in Israel seminary to the piece, you know, or, or school to the people I went to school with because so hard because I love Northwestern, but I had a much better time in law school. Mm-hmm. But it's it's I think Jews do it right who like go away for a year and come back or whatever. Like, I just think I was too young. To yeah, I was to too young to go to college. Appreciate the opportunity. I'm, I'm with you. I, I was and listen, I was very immature. I mean, of course, that's why I got married when I was 20. I was very mature. I even went two years abroad and, and like only then was I really ready. I was such a baby. I mean, I started college at 17, but when I was 17, I was like four. Now I'm 17. I just really don't want to endow either. I mean, like with higher ed right now, it's like, I I don't want to talk about this. This isn't a fun question. Okay. Redacted. All right. Who cares? Let's (laughs) let's move on. Um, We'll be back next week. Do we have a guest next week? Brian Cohen just texted me that we have a million podcasts scheduled, including him coming on here, which I tell Brian Cohen, when am I guesting on his podcast, baby? (laughs) His, his, does he have another one? Because you're not coming on the challenge. Oh my god, I'm not invited on the challenge podcast. I hate guests. You're gonna have so many. We guests have so many here. guests already. It's like enough already. I, you see how I should hard be number it is one. to schedule with me. I should be. No, you're number one. It's not the guests. You see how hard it is to schedule. I'm always available. Can you pull up the guest spreadsheet and see if we have someone next week? I don't think we do. I don't think we do. Are you okay? Yes. All right. Well, we'll be back just us. Although maybe we need a guest because this was no. This is fine. Struggle. We'll see. We'll um, see if people like this. 
It's it's not us. It's the content. You know, yep. we'll be back Blame next week. Blame them. Good craftsmen always blames their tools, they say. Okay. Well, I don't have tools according to your uh, carpenter brother-in-law. Um, we'll be back That's next true. week. Until then, goodbye. <laughs> I'll edit this out. I feel like this didn't land, this mm. conversation. I think you're correct.